We are stoned and that's okay. So why don't you just stay? Sit back and listen. You don't know what you're missing. It's talking stone while getting sports. We're listening to Talking Stone While Getting Sports. It is the Gretzky episode number 99. I'm your host, Morgan. And the guy that keeps me in check is Mr. Austin. How the fuck is it going, buddy? I just want everybody to know that seconds before we started recording, you texted me and asked me what episode we were on. So, now that we got that out of the way, uh, I'm doing good. Thanks for going Uh, recovered. Yeah, you know how we do here. Um, No, I'm doing good. It's going to be a perfect intro until you did that shit. It was. It was. And, um, no, the weather's been nice here. That's been good. Um, I'm going actually soon. I'm going back to Vancouver Island. So it's been a while since I've lived there. I lived there for a few years and now I'm living in Vancouver. So it'll be good to see where I was. <laughs> Your stomping ground, if you will. I don't know. Uh, also get to visit uh, the in-laws and my mom. Uh, so that's cool. That's a rare statement. Not very many people. Right? Well, first I want to say it's not what? very often. Are you going to talk over me every time? I, th- I think there's a bit of a delay. <laughs> I do apologize. <laughs> it's okay. There seems to be technology can't win. Anywho, now that my joke is ruined, maybe... The people on the other end heard it, this listening, and they can piece the shit together. But you are correct. I did have an interesting week, and I do have some news to share. But before I get to the newsy news part, I'll just run down what I've been up to this week. Um, I watched the new Bob's Burgers movie. Hilarious! If you like the TV, spoilers. no, I'm not going to give any spoilers. I'm just going to say if you like the TV show, and it's exactly the TV show, just an hour and a half length, it's great. Beautiful. That's, That's all I can hope for. Yeah, I go out and watch it if you're big Bob's Burgers, or even if you're not, if you're that type of humor, go watch it anyways. If you it's like good. funny things, watch it. Yeah. So I saw that. Um, there was only six other people in the theater. But, <laughs> I mean, Thor, is a, or not Thor, sorry. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Top Gun is also um, out at the same time. So that doesn't help Bob's Burgers ratings, I'm sure. But it's a great movie. Show them some sport. Anywho. What else have I been up to? Um, There's something else. Oh, yes. Wait, what was that? God damn stone. Okay, so I know one thing. I went to the Ryder game on, well, yesterday, Saturday. I'm not going to get much into that right now. The one thing I am going to say is at the end, they allowed the fans to go down to the field. So 
I got to go down onto the field level of Mosaic Stadium. So I got really excited. <laughs> if anyone knows me, I'm a huge Ryder fan. And just the fact that I could at eye level see down the tunnel that their the players went down. I got a little bit of a football boner. I'm not going to lie. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> the other thing I did this week, I had a decent busy week, is I saw a stand-up comedian, Steve Hostetter, if anyone know who that is. Um, he's hilarious. He's very political and very um, liberal, and it's great. And he's, oh, it's really good. Um, news time. Boop, 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 boop. I don't know if that's trademarked or not. Maybe. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I think we're good. Anywho, this fella talking right now, this guy, starting Monday tomorrow, um, I have a new job, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I currently got a new job, but then I got a new, new job. I'm back driving five ton, doing what I love doing. Um, the slickest thing about this job, folks, is the fact that even if I don't work my 40 hours a week, they're still going to pay me 40 hours a week regardless. I'm going to have a bunch of other duties other than just drive. I'm not going to bore everyone with that. And I'm very much excited. My, my schedule is Monday to Friday, 10 to 6, so that's perfect. And I'm looking forward to the new challenge. It's very quiet on Austin's end. I don't know if he's still there. <laughs> I am here. I am. Okay. Honestly, sound like you dropped your phone or something. So I wasn't sure. Whoops. I just continued with my news story. But yeah, that's what, I, that's what I got going on. I mean, I just finished playing slow pitch. And it was the playoffs. We did not win, but we had fun. And Dodgeball Monday, also playoffs for that. We probably won't win, but fingers crossed. And I know that Austin is very much excited. I'm assuming at least to talk his favorite sport. So I don't have anything else going on. Austin already went first, so if he had other shit to go on or say words, then that'd be very rude of him. So, Austin, are you ready to talk some NHL? I was born ready. Okay, well... You weren't because you weren't able to speak, but I see where where you're going with that. So, 
Let me sober up a little bit. Let's break down this third round of the playoffs. Yeah, and conference finals. Olympics and all that deal. Hell yeah. Well, I will say we both obviously picked Tampa. Um, I did not. Because what's up? I did not pick Tampa. Or are you being sarcastic? You picked Tampa. I sure didn't because I had Ranger players. I wouldn't have picked Tampa. Oh, that's what I have on the picks that I wrote down. (laughs) Well, I would not have picked Tampa. We will have to go back and listen. Maybe I did. That would have been very (laughs) strange of me. Because you apparently you have Tampa and seven over Carolina or Tampa over New York. Because at the time we didn't know. Nope i I would have picked both Carolina and the Rangers to beat Tampa <laughs> because I have I had players in both of those. Okay, well you don't get the points then. All right, that's fair. Uh... <laughs> I mean, I will now go back and actually listen to our podcast <laughs> properly figure it out um well <laughs> that's a good start well we could talk about the series uh so obviously we, we got, obviously we got tampa and new york um i will say you know after game two i was a little surprised i wasn't because i picked range well, <laughs> well, that may be true, but um, <laughs> no, I I don't know. I did not expect it. And then, obviously, Tampa, four in a row, because, you know, Tampa sometimes plays with their food. Um, yeah, it's kind of disgusting. Like... <laughs> well, and... Oh man, I'm really worried that they're going to repeat, and I really don't want Tampa Bay to repeat because I'm sick and tired of Tampa Bay winning the championship in both NFL and NHL lately. So, well, you know what? If it's it's if they repeat, that's officially that they're a dynasty. That's that hasn't been done since the Islanders. Yeah, back in what? Early 80. 80. Yeah, 80 to 83. Um, so it's, it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. And it's obviously never been done in the salary cap era. But yeah, no, this series, obviously, it's, it's a better team won. Uh, good on New York for getting two wins. Um, Florida can't say the same, you know. <laughs> so yeah. I think yeah I don't know I don't know what more I can say on this series other than Tampa is better and they're gonna probably three peak we'll see uh, I did have Tampa in four games though so I only get one point for that one Um, I even though like I've mentioned a few times already I had some players from the Rangers, so I had kind of a feeling, but I do want to say that they surprised the hell of me during this playoffs 
Um, they came back twice. Like was in the first round, they were down three games. You know, like they three to Pittsburgh, one, something like that. And then again in the second series, I think they faced off elimination again. Of course, you know, Tampa Bay's been there and done it, so it's really hard to do it a third time in the playoffs for one to face off elimination. Yeah. And then to do it against Tampa Bay is a whole different story. But Rangers, they're they're going to be a team to watch in the regulars next season. And they're definitely they're going to win some cups in the near future. I can see it. I'm calling it now. Well, and and they not so long ago, um, the Rangers came out and basically said, "Hey, we're going to do a rebuild. Um, we're going to see. We're going to make a lot of changes. We might not be very good for a while, but our mission is obviously to get better." And I would say that's been pretty successful. Like I forget where they ended up as far as regular season standings goes because my hockey brain is completely overwhelmed with playoff stuff now the regular season same doesn't really matter <laughs> um i will say though like you were saying uh new york has found a way this playoffs to um come back when they're on the brink of elimination but that's the thing about andre vasilevsky because so here's here's this here's this for some statistics. Sorry, that was Ooh, very. We like statistics. Oh wow, yeah. I can't say that word. Stats. <laughs> That's why we shortened it. <laughs> That's, That's exactly why we shortened it. It's stats. Um. So Andre Vasilevsky in his last fact about. Oh wow, the delay ruined us there. Go ahead. <laughs> So in the last eight series games, series clinching wins, Andre Vasilevsky has a 0.25 goals against average, a 0.991 save percentage, and six they, shutouts. They tell me that's good. I've heard that's not too bad of stats. How do you how do you win against that? How do you how do you beat that? There's a reason why they've won two cups. I mean, and are on their way. They did, they're only four wins away from another cup. And I mean, we might as well talk about now. Like they're going. Like I don't see the this next series against Colorado being a sweep, like the Colorado Oilers <laughs> series was. I was so happy about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Well, is there any more anything else to talk about the Rangers and Lightning series? No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we might as well talk about I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, what was our picks? Well, I don't know. Uh no, I'm just kidding. Uh Steve, you're accurate. <laughs> we were both super wrong. Uh both had Edmonton and seven. 
Yeah, that seems like something I could have said. <laughs> but uh, obviously, both of us over over two. I'm pretty and, sure I said uh, Colorado and four is when I'm pretty mm, sure. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm pretty certain I did. So I get two points on that one. Um, no, for whoever's keeping track, no, you don't. Okay, well, shit, you're keeping track this time. Damn it. Am I? Well, I hope so, since you have the paper. Oh, it's not paper, it's digital, motherfucker. Um, sorry, that was aggressive. <laughs> I'm hurt. So, but not really. Um, no, I all I want to say really on that series is obviously McDavid, Drysaddle were incredible. Drysaddle playing on a sprained ankle and putting up crazy points. Um, incredible. Uh, they need Italy so badly. They need Italy so badly. And you know what hurts? We apparently the, he he might have signed with the Oilers. Or at least there was an offer out there before he signed with the Flames. Oh, the whole Markstrom thing. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that rumor as well. They're, the Oilers and the Flames apparently were competing for... That's why the Flames had to pay a little extra to get Markstrom. Yeah. Um, I mean, Edmonton made it farther in the playoffs... But that was not due to their goaltending. Uh, no, it was their incredible talent. Uh, I w- yeah, Connor, Connor McDavid showed us so many times how good he is. Drysdale playing basically standing still on a lot of plays and still managing the puck, and it's just it's a very good team. But they need. They need some pieces for sure. Number one, they need a new goalie. Um, but that being said, we are on to what this is all about. The Stanley Cup series that we got. And I, and I, I thought it was all about the Super Bowl. I could have sworn. Super not. Um, hmm. So... <laughs> So I think we have for the first time in, and I think maybe a while, uh, the two I would say best teams in the league are playing for the Stanley Cup: uh, Colorado, Tampa Bay, uh, two powerhouses, and we got to make our pick because uh, Game One is on Wednesday, and uh, today is Sunday, so we haven't. Obviously, seen them play yet, but uh, we gotta make some picks. Yeah. Well, are you starting? Or you want me to start? No, I need some water. All right. I just had some serious sirens go by. I'm not sure if that's picked up or not, but life, right, guys? Um, or maybe it locked up because there's ambulance. Anywho, hopefully not. <laughs> um, picks. Hey, Colorado versus Tampa Bay. Two great teams at scoring. You have Andrew Veloleski on the one side. Um, help me with the... 
Uh, Darcy Kemper, I think. I don't know if he's still injured or not, though. Okay. And Pavel Francouz. Yeah, I'm not going to remember that name, so it doesn't matter. Anywho. Just disrespectful, but that's okay. (laughs) I want to throw all my mojo that I can, so that probably means they're going to 3P. Towards Colorado in order to try and not have Tampa Bay 3-peat and say, I've had the theme of the seven games and, oh, excuse me, I'm going Colorado in seven. Okay, well. I'm going uh, to repeat that one more time. Colorado? (laughs) Colorado in seven. Just to make sure. Okay. I got it. Um, I'll laugh so hard if I'm wrong and you're right when I go back. (laughs) That's why I'm not saying anything because I hope that's the case because that would be sweet justice. (laughs) But uh, I'm now going to explain to you why it was wrong of you to pick uh, Colorado. Oh, fuck you. So Colorado, obviously a great team, but here's how here's how I look at it, plain and simple. They both have great offense. Great offense. Solid depth. Good good guys up and down the lineup. Defense, solid. Both sides. Great defense. Uh goalie. Goalie is is the most important position, and Vasilevsky is just objectively better than any goaltending option Colorado has. Um, any goaltending option the league has, to be completely honest. He's probably one of the best goalies in the league. But I still, I mean, I'm <laughs> doesn't really. I'm not helping my Colorado pick, but I'm just. You're sad. definitely not, and see, that's why I'm so. <laughs> but you're right, and he he's absolutely incredible, and it's important. It's super important, especially in the playoffs. You got to have a good goalie, and uh, Tampa's gonna win. Tampa's gonna win, but. Colorado's no pushover. They'll win games. It's going to go to seven. But uh, Tampa Bay in in game seven is going to remind us why they've already won two in a row. I know. I just have honest faith in Colorado because they've also swept, I believe, two teams in in the series or in the playoffs, I mean. So, Tampa's yeah, but, uh, no one cares anymore about Tampa. They're old news. I sure hope they are. <laughs> I'm not yet, but because Tampa Bay yet. is gonna win another Super Bowl with fucking Tom Brady, and it's just Tampa Bay like that, that little river or whatever crap that's over there is going to get polluted with how many boat parades is going on. Well, if that's what's going to happen, that's what's got to happen. It's not good for the environment for Tampa Bay to win Stanley Cup. Just think of that. 
Anywho. Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> that's a that's an interesting take, but I'll allow it. What do we got next on the hockey agenda, Mr. Person in Charge now? What do we have next, my friend? What do we have next? Wow. You know how I mean I do about know the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know how we're talking yeah. about the Stanley Cup? Well, you know what happens after the Stanley Cup? The off season. Off season, baby. And that means <laughs> free agency. That means draft. That means fun contracts and dumb contracts and and silly shenanigans and I love it. I love the off season. It's my favorite. Uh other other than obviously the actual hockey itself. But um you realize there's only two parts of hockey, so to say it's your favorite other than the other part of hockey is still saying it's your least favorite thing about hockey. So we got a list of a few guys that uh, <laughs> some vets that are looking for some paydays. Uh, Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri currently, well, did make $4.5 million a season. However, things have, things are going to change because A, you're taking a bond rep. B, he um, is a unrestricted free agent, and C, he just had the statistically best season he's had in his career. He had 87 points, best of his year, 59 assists, um, just a solid, solid season. So Nazem Kadri is definitely going to get payday. He's probably not coming back to Colorado. So obviously he's going to try to win a Stanley Cup because this is a good solid chance for him. Before he goes and gets paid, but uh, yeah, he's he's definitely gonna get some money. Do you got anything on on Kadri? Um, he's pretty good. He's done some things. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no, all honesty. Um, oh, what the hell is going on over there? I have no idea. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, an app on my iPad, and uh, I might have to do a little editing at this point. <laughs> Just cut out a few seconds. There wasn't hey, much uh, play, but there was a song. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, okay. I apologize. I'm just gonna turn the volume down. All right. So, anywho, back to Kadri. I do agree. He due for payday. He's been a very great sentiment for Colorado. Um, he's had some surgery in game three against Edmonton, and he's still... Yeah, during the game. During the game? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like... That, that... I mean, it's playoffs. I wouldn't be surprised. On the ice. Okay, well, at least on the bench. Anywho, um, yeah, that's all I got for Kadri. This is why you're doing the angel part, because you're the insider, buddy. Oh, yeah, buddy. Well, so this next guy, well, 
he's definitely there's two sides. There's obviously there's the off ice and the on ice. The on ice, he played quite well. Um, uh, obviously he scored a bunch of goals. Uh, it helps when you play with some of the best players in the world. But he's he's no scrub himself. He's pretty solid. But currently he's signed to a one point three million dollar deal. It was a one year deal, and I think it was just kind of a let's see what have we got. And it went okay. Uh, I think for the most part, um, it was fairly drama free, him being in Edmonton. But I think with Evander Kane, it's uh, when he signs the big contracts. That's when things start to go sideways. That's when he's got like the crazy money where things <laughs> kind of go off the rails a little bit. Um, however. There's going to be a lot of teams in the league thinking, I'll take the risk. Three, four-year deal, maybe. Four or five million dollars. We'll see. I think he's definitely going to get a raise somewhere. Uh, but I don't think it'll be Edmonton. Yeah, and that kind of uh, goes into the next article that I put into our agenda. As far as Vander Kane, apparently he's uncertain if he wants to go back to Edmonton or not. Um, I think I they're going to definitely money. It's going to happen. Sorry, I got yeah. you out. That's fine. I definitely expect he's going to test free Um, He's the type of guy that would do that. He's not, he's definitely not going to take a um, team friendly discount to stay in Edmonton. That's not going to happen. Not from him. I don't want to say anything. Well, I don't like him, so I will. Don't really care what I say about him. Um, but I can't argue. He's still a high skilled player. He showed it in the playoffs. Um, if he could cut down his penalty minutes and his stupid decisions at times then that would also go a long way, I think, in his career. But that's just some fat guy in a chair speaking. So you might as well listen to me because I know what's best. That's true. But I do agree. I don't think he's back with Edmonton. I do like their one-year experiment that they – because I think it was a one-year – deal that they had yeah uh, one year 1.3 million so yeah I think he's going to get a little bit of a payday and I do think it's not going to be with Edmonton no it's definitely not going to be Edmonton thank you for saying what I said I appreciate that um, no I <laughs> The reason why I hesitated, I was also trying to think of who or what team might pick him up. But it's kind of hard to say until all the dust settles from the Stanley Cup and For sure. you really take a look at what teams might do in the offseason. 100%. Uh, next up, we got, you're familiar with this fella, mm-hmm. Jake Ottinger. 
uh, he's going to be he's coming on restricted free agency. Uh, so he's not going to be a UFA. So obviously Dallas has some rights on him. But uh, he had a 954 save percentage this first round series, which was uh, pretty damn good. Uh, As a rookie <laughs> goaltender and how many shots that he faced against the Flames and yeah. a high-skilled shots and all that deal, he's he's phenomenal. He's the reason why it went to seven games that series. Definitely, I think yes. definitely for sure. But Dallas would be really, really, really dumb not to resign him. And they will. I truly believe that. Even if he was a UFA, I think they still would resign him before the um, free agency. He's too good. He's young, and he's just going to get better. And as we said with like Edmonton and stuff, it go having a great goaltender can go a long ways in the playoffs and in the regular season everything so definitely um this this fella i don't know if he's gonna resign in the same place because i think they've got some decisions to make but uh andrew cop um the rangers picked andrew cop up he's he definitely scored some some big time goals in the playoffs and uh he was making 3.6 million i feel like I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sure how much higher his cap hit was going to be, but he was definitely, definitely solid in the playoffs. Um, I don't know. They got him for the playoffs. He was good in the playoffs. I don't know if they're going to resign him or not. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. But the cap situation could be interesting. What do you think about this fella? Um. Well, seeing Andrew Cop mostly because as you know, watching Flames games and stuff, didn't really see him too much when he was with the Rangers. But when he was with Winnipeg, saw him quite a lot, and yeah, he's a really good player. And but you are right, the Rangers, you know, the whole cap situation, all that stuff, but. They were also sniffing on the door of the Stanley Cup playoffs this year. So maybe they try and save some money elsewhere and keep a guy like this that can still get you quite like as long as you make the playoffs, then anything can happen. So you don't have to be the best team in the regular season, even if you limp in there and then just scores. Lots of goals like what Edmonton has shown, and just do your thing. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think he might test free agency though. At the same time, he's a restricted free agent. Oh, it says UFA. He is my screen. I look at the wrong fella. <laughs> You're, were you I looking at number looking five? Well, maybe. might as well talk, talk about him then since you're jumping ahead. 
I will. So, Adrian Kempe, uh, I've been talking and hearing and listening about this guy for a couple of years now, uh, about how he's he's just right on the cusp of coming out uh, and playing really well. Um, and he had 35 goals. That's definitely a coming out party for sure. Uh, he made $2 million this season. He has for the last three seasons. But... I think that's definitely going to, we're, we're going to see a raise there for sure. Um, he's definitely a guy I hate playing against if I'm any other team. Uh, I think, I think he's going to look good on the team. I think they'll make room for, for Kempe. Yeah, I, they pretty much have to. And he's not, he's not going to break the bank for a team because he's only currently, was only making two million, so for for him to get a raise, I think where he would be happy with even like toss another million and a half at him, and or another two million. There you go. You don't have to. Uh, it's not like a McDavid type player where you. I mean, he can't get paid anymore, but you know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying to say. But for a player where he was the most uh scored the most goals by or for the Kings since twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen season. So the Kings have been a team that's struggling in recent times and they really need to keep as many thirty goal scorers as they can't because they don't get many goals. No, they don't really play that style. So the guys that score goals, you got to keep them. So, as much as I don't want LA to get good again, because we went through that in mid two thousands. Yeah, we sure did. But I mean, yeah, this guy is at RFA. So the Kings does does they do have the rights to them or to him so that goes a long way so that's all I got though and that's all we got on hockey I think yeah we already kind of talked about the other thing the whole Kane uncertain situation quite frankly I did not realize his number two in this list I just saw the article and I thought it would be really fun talk about and it was so I have nothing else on hockey to you my friend I uh, just that I'm very very excited for the Stanley Cup series I really hope it goes seven games because I think it's going to be great hockey you just want the maximum of hockey that you can get before it's off se- season wow I'm still yes. holy shit. I do I don't care how stoned you are uh, that is correct focus Morgan you have 20 minutes left. You have to speak. You got some football talk, but at least before we do that, um, I can regroup for a couple seconds and let's go and take a little break so I can do that such ask. <laughs> See, I need it, dude. Wow. <laughs>
I think we should share some good old plugs. What do you got? Yeah. Well, first things first, you're going to follow us at Podstone. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what? We're back to the original? Is that what you're telling me? You didn't We're say back. anything? We're back to the original. And um, that's where you're going to find the main Twitter account, at Podstone. You're also going to follow me, at Fitzy Fitzgerald. Um, and then on Instagram, TSWGSPod. Wow. That doesn't sound too bad. Hopefully, I don't mess it up with my silly old plugs. I still got the double T's. Uh, Capture Morgan 2, that's Twitter and Twitch. Um, hopefully, I'll be on Twitch here more right away because I just got set up on my PS5. and It's a lot simpler to stream stuff on that system, so... The main game I think I want to start streaming with, I might as well say it now, is the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So if you're interested in seeing some gameplay from that, follow me. Back to the program. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because... I don't know why it's hitting me so hard. Holy crap. You're in rough shape over there. That's good. It's kind of part of our podcast. Um, if you guys are just... I'm speaking out. If you guys are just doing... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was very funny. If you guys are just tuning into the middle of the podcast... <laughs> Mr. Morgan over here, me, is very baked right now. And I'm trying to pull through for the last 20 minutes. So please bear with me. And also, please go back to the beginning of the podcast, you crazy person, and listen to it normally. Anyway. <laughs> it is time. For my favorite sport, since I had to listen to Austin Ramplon. Curling. It is time for my favorite sport, CFL. I know that does not, you know, that does not stand for the curling friendly league. <laughs> you couldn't think of anything else. Dad <laughs> for the Canadian Football League. I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> the Curling Federation League. Oh boy. That could be an interesting league. Anywho. Um this was <laughs> this is a train wreck. This, <laughs> not... <laughs> oh god. <laughs> okay. This is this is rough. Week one is what we just went through of the CFL league. <laughs> <laughs> We're, this is 
this is, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm trying, man. It's okay. It's great. Game Ooh. one was Thursday. That was Montreal versus Calgary. And this actually was a pleasant surprise to watch. Um, because in recent years and farther than that, even the East teams have not really been up to par with the Western teams. And Montreal really did give uh, Winnipeg, not Winnipeg, Calgary, run for their money during this game. Uh, I mean, sure, Vernon Adams did throw two interceptions. He didn't have his best game. He still got 250 yards. Bull Levi threw for 199 yards with one interception, one TD. He also got injured during the game. So Jake Mayer had to come in, and he did not bad. But Calgary came up with the win, uh, 30-27, to with the whole commotion start of the half of this podcast. Um, I forgot to mention that we're going to quickly do a little recap of week one of the CFL. Now that I got that out of the way, I thought oh, you already did. I I don't know, dude. <laughs> I'm, pretty sure I'm pretty sure you nailed it, and then you thought that you didn't. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Calgary. Everyone was worried about if Bo Levi Mitchell was going to play. You know, up to his ability. Because um, last season he's just playing with an injured shoulder for most of it, but now he's injured again. And I really have not heard anything about his injury if it's serious or what. So time will tell on that one. I really don't have too much to say. I mean, I might as well combine say this now is that. The LLX owner did tweet out and say that if his team underperforms this year, that there will be some mid-season changes. So basically, this is a do-or-break season for Montreal, which is a lot of pressure on a team, but it's also really refreshing to hear from an owner that seems to actually care about his team and which will help improve the league and all that stuff. Because like I mentioned, the East has not always been the greatest of teams. And if that changes and more parity and all that stuff throughout the league will go a long way with attendance because I'm going to jump ahead slightly. I was at the Ryder game 
like I already mentioned. And even there, the attendance for a home opener was, it was sad to say the least. I'd probably guess there's probably about 25 ish thousand fans there. There's a lot of empty seats. Um, the $2 gas prices right now in Saskatchewan, that probably doesn't help the cause. Oh, it's two thirty-five out here. Anyway. You guys are used to that, so that's fine. Not two thirty-five. Yeah, we're not used to two dollars. I know. The fact that your BC is only thirty-five cents above Saskatchewan is actually saying a lot. Anyway. Anywho, this is we're not starting a gas price podcast because that would be terrible. It'll be depressing. That would be. Um, back to the actual games, though. Where was I? Back to the actual games, Morgan. Back to the actual. There we go. Um, we got. It was the twenty. Well, I guess all. All Fridays this season is the twenty-fifth year anniversary of Friday night football. So we had the Ottawa Red Blacks went into Winnipeg to try and beat the Bombers. And they damn near almost pulled it off. And I was rooting for them. I picked them um, in the CFL Pick'em. To win because I really thought that Zach Claro was taking any preseason action at all. I thought he would be rusty. He went 18 for 26, 188 yards, one TD. I mean, not a terrible performance by him. I mean, what do you expect from Winnipeg's the Tampa Bay right now of the CFL? Winning back-to-back Grey Cups. Um, question is, will they repeat this year? And I damn well hope they don't. They've had they probably won't, but we'll see. Well, I really don't want them to even more because the Grey Cups in Saskatchewan this year. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm going to be there regardless. And I really don't want to watch that. That's fair. Oh, I need a drink of water real swift. Jeremiah Mazzoli, who used to play for Hamilton, now plays for Ottawa, which Ottawa went through a huge um, update. That's not the right word. Of the roster, they changed everything starting with their quarterback because their quarterback situation in the last two years have been not great. He went uh, 24 for 34, one TD, one interception. So not a crazy game, but like I already mentioned, they almost beat Winnipeg. 
Zach Claro's got pulled out of the game by the concussion spotter, which was really nice to actually see. Well, not the fact that he had concussed or anything yeah. like that, but it was nice to see the spotter actually care about player, like, because players will play until their leg falls off and they'll keep trying to play. So it's good to have medical personnel that actually care about players' safety. Yes. Especially when it comes to your head. Definitely, yep. Um, Winnipeg, they're doing more running by committee because they don't have Andrew Harris anymore, who's moved on to Toronto, who Toronto's on the bye this week. Um, I should probably move along. I didn't realize what time it was. But anywho, Winnipeg beat Red Blacks 19-17. to 17. And then on Saturday, the game... Actually, Saturday was a great day for football. If you're a fan of two particular teams. Mm-hmm. But first off, we had the Saskatchewan Rough Riders versus Hamilton Tiger Cats. And the first half of that game, if you love defense, then it was the game for you. <laughs> the Riders defense, I will say this, might, yes, I'm a homer, but their defense is remarkable. Those three linebackers that we have, in Larry Dean, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank right now. Uh, Moncrief and Dion Lacey, or Darnell Sankey, sorry. Those players are unbelievable. And then we have our D-line, and then we have our Defense like our DBs, which I was kind of worried about them because we lost guys like Ed Ganey, Luches Perfoy, but the rookies we had back there and the younger guys, they held their own. Sure, we Hamilton in the second half had the one huge play of 71 yards, I think it was, but then the defense held the Riders' offense in the game long enough to finally put up some points. And, oh, it's a hell of a game to watch. It was a great game. Did you watch any of the Rider games? I didn't watch the full game, no, unfortunately. But um, it is good to see that they were able to shut it down defensively. And then, like you said, all of a sudden, the offense woke up in the fourth quarter and put up 18 points. Yeah, they basically did that in not just the fourth quarter. It was like the last five minutes of the game. Which is kind of wild. But hey, whatever gets you the win. Um, The last game of the week was... An offensive explosion for one particular team. That was BC 
Lions that won. They put up 59 points to Edmonton Elks 15. They completely walked over Edmonton. Chris Jones, who's now the head coach of Edmonton, was not happy whatsoever. Really? (laughs) Everyone was giving BC a hard time because they're... Lack of quarterbacks, but that's just because most people have not seen Canadian quarterbacks succeed. Um, and I think this whole Nathan Rourke guy is going to turn some heads. He went 26 to 29 out of 29, so only three incompletions. Three touchdowns, 289 yards. And then you have um, James Butler, who really stole the show. He had 17 carries, 108 yards, two touchdowns. And on top of that, he also had um, six completions for 33 yards and also two touchdowns. So he scored, well, four touchdowns. So that was a hell of a start for him. Uh, Edmonton was another team that tried to rebuild. That's a better word than upgrade. Just like uh, Ottawa. And it, I mean, it's only game one. So there's still 17 more. So it's yeah, we got a ways to go. <laughs> but every every point counts, and so time will tell if Edmonton's going to be the same team that they were last season. Uh, Chris Jones, he would be fair, like. I do not want to be in that locker room right now or first day of practice. It's not going to be fun over in Edmonton. It was a it's horrible not gonna... performance. So. Um, what else we got? We got well, a couple minutes. Um, anything you want to say about those games before we talk jerseys just slightly. Well, I just really like silence. Oh, I God. like I, I say I really like high scoring football, so seeing the BC Lions just absolutely wipe the floor with the Elks, that was great. But it makes sense, right? The Lions, the Elks. Yeah, I mean I get your joke. It wasn't that funny. But I do understand it. I'm glad you understood it. <laughs> but That's all I- this delay is awful right now. But anywho, I do for a couple minutes, last couple minutes that we have, quickly want to talk about um, the Hamilton alternate brand uniforms that they have. Did you 
before I say too much, did you see what they look like? Um, I have not, but I'm looking right now. Yeah, well, while you do that, I'm just going to say I'm all for them. Um, there's been a few teams that have been come out with new jerseys because of the new um, creator that makes them. Like new Jersey. What's that? Sorry. New Jersey manufacturer. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the company's name right now, but I can't. Fanatics. Anywho, what's that? Is it Fanatics? It could be. But what I do know, what I'm looking at right now, is a beautiful sight. I love that gray with that yellowy gold outlines and stuff. That should be their main jersey. I'm all for it. We yeah. have a few seconds. What's your thought? No, I dig it. I like it. It's a good, clean jersey. Um, solid colors. Steel makes sense. Hamilton steels. Uh, steel color. Steel town. But, um, yeah, I think it's a good jersey. And I'm... This just makes me even more intrigued by more jerseys to come, so... I, I'm always all for like, sure teams should keep their original look and stuff, but I don't mind some change here and there, and some different alternate jerseys that you can mix up your look once in a while. I like it. I dig it. Any other sport news that you want to share before we sign off? That's it, Tom. That's it. That's all he says. All right. Well, I guess the stoner statement is the time now is what's going on. We talked a hockey off the bat. Uh, go Colorado, go, because fuck Tampa Bay. And CFL, Edmonton Elks, this is a message for you. Get your fucking shit together. Everyone out there, stay stoned and stay safe. Bye.